0: Legacy Maker, the all sports network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the 101, 101. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. number one. I get the true truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the scoop. Welcome to the one-on-one. 101. 101. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth, then I give them the scoop. Hey. If anybody got a question, I give hey. them the hey. scoop. Hey. Hey. Welcome to one-on-one at Legacy Maker Sports Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are bringing you a Friday edition of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. I'm your man Darrell Lawrence and your host for today's episode. Look, glad to have you all with us. Um, you know, today it's not gonna be a long episode today. We we are wrapping up our uh power rankings for the season. And so we're we're getting to that point where we're we're about to finish this bad boy up. Uh, We're going to we're going to go through the playoffs and there's going to be a little different format after the playoffs. And we'll figure out some things from there. XFL is going to be coming down the road. So a lot of different aspects of things that will be going down here in uh, the next couple of weeks. But we're going to bring you uh, power rankings for the playoffs Uh, as each team, each round. We're going to power rank those. It it may be a little bit difficult. Obviously, once we get to the Super Bowl, may do a little bit more of a prediction type thing. But we're going to do that up until we at least get into the Super Bowl. Um, And I. Uh, I will be at the Super Bowl this year. So uh, it is a absolute honor to be there as a part of the media. I'm super excited for the opportunity to, um, you know, I'm going to have opportunity to meet up with some great people, some colleagues of mine uh, that I respect in this industry, along with uh, getting a chance to meet some um, really good uh, sports media personalities, along with athletes, uh, celebrities, so on and so on. So I, I am beyond blessed. Uh, to have that opportunity to go to the Super Bowl and do those things. So I'm very excited about that. But with all that being said, we're not going to go too deep into all that. Power Ranking Show is going to be a little bit different this week. So when I'm not going to give you last week's, we're going we're gonna to give you the last Power Ranking of the season, the season finale Power Ranking. And then we're going to go into our playoff predictions in this one. Like I said, we're not going to be crazy long. I just want to be able to bring you uh, all that good stuff. With that being said, let's look at, uh last week's bottom uh the bottom last week is uh very interesting so let's look into it. all right the bottom for last week this is the final bottom ladies and gentlemen of the 2022 slash 23 um regular season so this is where we stand right now for for the first time in weeks We have a new bottom, bottom, bottom team, and that is the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears would go on to become the number one pick or get the number one pick in the draft because the Houston Texans decided to go out there and defeat the Indianapolis Colts towards the end of the season. And with that happening, they moved to 31, but they also now have the number two pick of the draft. And a lot of people are saying that that's the reason why Lovey Smith got fired, but don't get me started with that. I think that's a little bit more to it than that. But anyway... This Houston Texans team uh, went and got a win against the Colts, putting themselves uh, into that number two spot and also moving to 31. So for the first time in weeks, they are no longer the worst team in football. Now, I will say, you know, in the beginning of the season, I told somebody, I said, look, I just got a feeling that on paper, this Bears team is the worst team in football. Well, look where they ended. <laughs> look look where they ended here in the power rankings. They're 32. And, of course, the Texans are 31. You know, the Texans... Have a lot that they need to kind of figure out uh in the off season they're going to once again look for their third head coach in three seasons uh and it's an organization that a lot of sports analysts including myself are calling abysmal they are absolute trash i i know it's a sad thing to say and i i hate to be that way because i'm not going to say that the people that were well, now the people that work there are trash but you know the, the people at the top are messing up big time but i digress Texans at 31 at number 30. We got the Arizona Cardinals, another team looking uh, for a new head coach. They fired Cliff uh, Kingsbury uh, after uh, uh, this is I believe this was his third season there in uh, Arizona. And he is no longer there. Remember, they fired uh, Steve Wilkes to bring him in thinking that he was going to be the key with Kyler Murray. And now here we are, you know, a couple of years into the Kyler Murray uh, Cliff Kingsbury project and he's gone. He's gone, and so Cal Murray is going to get input according to the Arizona Cardinals organization on who will be the uh, next head coach. But uh, the Cardinals four and thirteen from a team that made the playoffs last year, for a team that at one point last year was sitting pretty uh, at seven and zero. For from that time, they have completely fallen off the rails. So it's it's, it's sad times in Arizona. And I still can't get over the one stat that blew my mind. And I don't know if it's still a streak. But at one point, the Cardinals this season had lost 13 straight games at home. That is a tall tale sign. You cannot have that. uh, Home is supposed to be a safe place, but it is what it is. The Cardinals at 30. At 29, another team looking for a head coach to Indianapolis coach. The Jeff Sardy experiment is over. Uh, they finished the year four, 12 and one. The coach will be looking for a brand new head coach, uh, someone to take over the reins. Uh, they've been uh, really, really out there jumping on the interview spree. I know uh, Eric Ben me got an uh, interview today, so uh, they, but they have really been on fire trying to find their next head coach uh, in Indianapolis. So it will be a will or a really interesting scenario to see where Indianapolis goes. So out of those, first couple of teams uh we uh first couple of teams here in the bottom one two three four four of these teams are looking for new head coaches four of the bottom teams looking for new head coaches the are at 29 at 28 one of those teams looking for head coaches the denver broncos the nathaniel hackett dream ended back in week 15 and now uh they are looking and zoning in on sean payton they want sean payton to be their coach supposedly Sean Payton is very intrigued uh, about, you know, taking that position, but also Arizona is looking at Sean Payton. And I believe the Texans have also interviewed Sean Payton. So Sean Payton is the hot commodity right now. He is the one that people are going to be looking for and see what they can do. So by all means, but Denver uh, is at 28 at five and 12. See if Russell and the crew can get that thing together next season at 27, the LA Rams. The L.A. Rams um, finished their season in a 19-16 overtime loss to the Seahawks. They had a chance to knock the Seahawks out of the playoffs, uh, but they couldn't make it happen. And a season where we, you know, just surprised the Super Bowl champions fell off the rails as bad as they did. Uh, injuries to Matt Stafford, you know, bringing in Baker Mayfield, just a lot of change in that organization uh, throughout this year. And, and even today, we just found out that McVay, uh has decided to stay. But we didn't even know if he was going to stay or not. That's how bad that situation was. But, you know, I digress. At 27, the L.A. Rams. See if they'll fix that thing next year. At 26, the Vegas Raiders. A team that probably should be looking for a new head coach, but that's not the case. Uh They will be looking for a new quarterback as Derek Carr is no longer uh, going to be the guy uh, there in Vegas. And, you know, he pulled out a very heartfelt message today to Raider Nation. And uh, you know, when a guy when you got a guy like that, a guy that's just so passionate about your team, man, it's tough to see him not uh grow and get the things that he needs, man. I I, you know, hopefully, you know, in his new spot, wherever he lands, he'll be able to to thrive and who knows, get his goal of making the Super Bowl. But the Raiders got a whole bunch of rumors going on. I'm hearing Tom Brady, you know, we don't know if Jared Stenham is gonna get the opportunity to start. Who knows? But I know one thing. Whoever they pick, they better make sure Devontae Adams is happy. We got the Raiders at 26. At 25, the Tennessee Titans. The Titans fell off the railroad tracks. They lost their last seven games uh, and somehow still had a chance to win last week and make the playoffs, but they couldn't pull that bad boy off as they end up losing uh, to uh, Jacksonville 20-16 to 16 in the craziest way. Uh, and, you know, you see uh, Dobbs going back to pass and then the strip sack. And then you see Allen, Josh Allen, the defense of Josh Allen, pick up the fumble, take it to the house and send Duval into the playoffs. Uh, they will. They'll take on the Chargers this week. So bad taste in a lot of people's mouths in Tennessee. They were seven and three at one point. Um, They probably the most streaky team this year. They started off 0 and 2. Then they won, like, six in a row, uh, and then they lost seven seven in a row. So it it was just crazy for Tennessee. But they're 25. At 24, and I'm going to pop this up here because I saw it. My man Danny Thompson said 24. That is correct, Danny. Um, <laughs> we got them at 24. You know, I really do like this Falcons team. Uh, I don't – yeah, they finished the season with a win. I don't – I feel like they had a real – they had multiple opportunities to – Potentially win this division, and it just didn't happen. Now I, I'm I still think that they've got a lot of great talent on this team with Ritter, and you saw London and Ritter kind of get a connection towards the end of the season. You know, Cordell Patterson is still being very productive. i Don't know if it's going to be enough. They they're going to probably still need to bring some. Obviously, going to have to bring some pieces in, but they've got a chance to compete next year in the NFC South. The South is wide open next year. South is wide Atlanta Falcons could be in the playoffs next year, and it wouldn't surprise me. So, we, there's a strong feeling that Tom Brady's not going to be back in Tampa Bay. And I think, you know, unless they win the Super Bowl this year, that may be the only way that changes. But yeah, the Falcons are at 24. Uh, at 23, the New York Jets, another team that fell off the rails. Uh, they were looking really good, and they just went. Um, oh, yeah, that's right, Danny. Danny also says Pitts is coming back. Yes, he is coming back. And Kyle Pitts, one of the best tight ends in the league. Uh, young tight ends in the league and potential to be one of the best tight ends in the league. Just watch out. I, I got good things for you, Danny. I promise you, I really like what this Atlanta Falcons team um, could do here um, next season. The jets, once again, 23, just bad. They, they, they need a quarterback. I'm I, They're real there. You know, how some people say, Oh, you're just a quarterback away. No, I feel like the jets are truly a quarterback away from really competing and really being, they got to find somebody that can be the leader on that team. That would hurt that Jets team. And, you know, they were what I think like seven and four. They had the last spot, last two, one of the two spots in the playoffs. And then they just started losing. And that quarterback situation just got uglier and uglier. So uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to go deep after a veteran quarterback. My, there's two guys that I think you watch out for if you're the Jets. I don't know if Lamar is going to get off the hook in in Baltimore, but if he does, you look for Lamar. Um, And then I think the other person, that you 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 may you know another veteran guy that they may bring in jimmy g um only because you know the connection was solid you know they worked together at some point so but the jets are quarterback away they're at 23 at 22 the saints another team got to figure out the quarterback position uh somehow they won seven games I watched this team throughout the year and I'm just was puzzled at times, but they still had a chance to make the playoffs uh, and green Bay eliminated them in the week before last, you know, I had to throw that in there. Um, and then green Bay got eliminated themselves, but the saints are another team just kind of in flux. Uh, they announced today that Dennis Allen will be back uh, to coach the team next year. What are they going to do with James Winston? Um, I'm pretty sure that Andy Dalton is not going to be the starter next year. A lot of questions need to be answered in new Orleans. They're at 22. At 21, and I'm going to tell you, I say this now, this team is going to be dangerous next year with a full season of De- Deshaun Watson completely in camp, getting that connection with his teammates, you know, trying to get, you know, whatever situations that he had, massage, gate, getting all that behind him. They have the potential to be dangerous. And if they find a way to bring DeAndre Hopkins to this team to go along with Amari Cooper, I promise you, this team is going to be crazy, crazy dangerous in the NFC uh, in the AFC North next year. So, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the bottom. All right. That was our bottom teams, ladies and gentlemen, here as we head into the wild card weekend. Our bottom teams heading uh, into this week. Now it is time to go to the outside looking in. All right, y'all. Outside looking in here in the Power Rangers, final Power Rangers of the season at number 20, the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers had a chance. They had a chance, y'all. They had a chance to go in there and get themselves, uh, uh you know, a playoff berth. And then they blew it in week uh, seventeen. And they they had Tampa Bay on the ropes, and they just couldn't make it happen. But you know what? Though I was very proud of this team because there was one point in the season was like, look, they, these guys are dead to rights. But Donald played really well in the second part of this uh, second part of the year when he came back. Uh, you, Steve Wilkes had those guys playing tough football. Foreman was playing well. Hubbard was playing well. And they just, they just played very competitive football. So if you're a Panthers fan, you got to have something to smile about because a year where a lot of people probably would have had y'all winning, I don't know, three, maybe four games. You end up winning seven and still had a chance to make the playoffs. So they're, they're another team that are looking for a head coach. And it's going to be interesting to see where they land on that situation. I know that they've already, um, uh, interviewed themselves a couple people. I don't think they interviewed Harbaugh, but they've already, I know they uh, have interviewed Kellen Moore. Don't do it, Carolina. I'm just telling you now, if if you're smart, please do not hire that man to be your head coach. To me personally, i I'd like to see Steve Wilkes get a full year under the helm there in Carolina, but that's just me. We got Carolina at 20. At 19, the New England Patriots. A team that in the last week had a chance. They all they had to do was win against Buffalo and an easy task and they would have been in the playoffs, but it was a rocky year for New England. They finished at eight and nine uh, and they're a team that, you know, obviously very competitive throughout the year. They have just got to figure out to me. It feels like they need to figure out their identity. Obviously, they're not as good as they were when Tom was there, but uh, the game that kind of sticks in my mind was that Vegas game. The way they lost that game, just a, a, a tram sham mockery. It was just crazy the way they lost that game. So that, to me, that one game almost sums up New England's season. They're at 19. At 18, disappointed. I'm I'm going on – I might have to go on camera on this one. I am disappointed in this team. But at the same time, I am not upset that they did not make the playoffs. I don't know why I had to be on camera for that. Anyway, so – but I just feel like this uh, Green Bay team had their opportunities – uh, they went into the week. Everybody in their third cousin was like, Green Bay's going to the playoffs, man. Aaron Rodgers is back, baby. He's back. And they had their opportunities and they squandered their opportunities. And so we saw the Packers, um, you know, kind of just give that thing away late. Aaron Rodgers with a fadeaway throw. Aaron Rodgers made passes this year that he normally wouldn't make or, or passes that he wouldn't attempt. Uh, kind of disheartening passes, to be honest with you. Um And when he kind of tossed that bad, just threw it up there. I don't know if he was just maybe the season, so he can get that thumb straight. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was kind of hard to see. Running game looked great. Defense actually played pretty solid that last, you know, five or six games of the year. So that is the defense I was expecting all year long, and we didn't get it till the end. The problem with that is you're going to have to fire Joe Barry. But for whatever weird reason, Matt LaFleur wants to keep him. I'm going to move on. But the Packers are at 18. At 17, left hand up. Who are we? The Commanders. The Washington Commanders finished at 17 on the power ranking. This is a team that should be in the playoffs, in my opinion. They should have got that last spot. Their defense was, and I, I will continue to say this, their defense was Super Bowl caliber. The offense is where obviously most of the issues were coming through, and it really was the quarterback in that offensive line. You didn't know what you were going to get from week to week from the quarterback position. Heineke did put those, get those guys on the run, had them playing well, had them doing really good things. So I won't take that away from Heineke. Uh, but he did have his moments here and there. But those guys fought hard for Taylor Heineke. Uh, and I think Rivera, in hindsight, probably will go back and look at it and say he, think, he probably would tell you he – He may not say it out loud, but I know he's probably thinking he made a mistake by not letting Taylor finish out the season as a starting quarterback. May have done uh, Carson Wentz a disservice as well because he went in there in that game against Cleveland. um, And he just, boy, he just, he stunk up the place. Every throw, Hanaki, Hanaki, Hanaki. Even when Jonathan Allen got hurt, they were chanting Hanaki's name. And that's crazy. Like, you know, usually players hurt you, maybe Jonathan. No, 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 Hanaki. That's how much the Washington fan base loves Taylor Heineke. He's a cult hero. Uh, if he ever wants to come back and be like an analyst for Washington, he got that thing locked in. We got the commanders at 17. At 16, somehow, someway, this team made the playoffs at an eight-nine record. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they will be hosting the Dallas Cowboys, a.k.a. the Arlington Desperados, on Monday night for the Monday night football matchup. So I'm intrigued to see how that one plays out. Tom Brady, who's never, never lost to Dallas. Will take on the Cowboys, uh, and then the Cowboys, who just can't beat Tom Brady and and have struggled against Tampa Bay the last couple of years. Well, not not let me. I'll erase that. They didn't struggle. They've played them well. They just haven't been able to get the win. Let me let me rephrase that. I'll take that back. So Tampa Bay in the playoffs, but we got them ranked 16. See where they stand. See if they can make a baby run. See what Tom Brady and and, and the crew can do. At 15, the Miami Dolphins, another team that kind of just backed into the playoffs, uh, and Miami lost five games in a row they were eight and three a couple of weeks ago and had a chance to maybe even sneak themselves into a one seed and then the tour situation got a little bit out of hand where the injuries kind of popped up and you know he's not playing in the game on sunday he's out on sunday uh uh, teddy uh bridgewater is out so he won't start on sunday they got skylar thompson the third string quarterback will start against buffalo again um he'll start against buffalo and will try to go in there and get uh, Miami a playoff victory, an upset victory by far, if they can make that happen. But they've got the talent. I just don't know if, if Skylar Thompson is going to be enough. But Miami fans, I know they got their fingers crossed and hoping for the best. At fourteen, the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that I would have rather seen get make the playoffs. Yes, they got a rookie quarterback, but Mike Tomlin is Mike Tomlin is just special. Uh, and he, you know, that team was five and eight. Uh, At one point, and Tomlin had to win four games, pretty much four straight games, in order for Pittsburgh to have a 500 season and continue Tomlin's 500 win above 500 uh, percentage during the regular season, and they did it, man. (laughs) Mike Tomlin is, I'm telling you, is under. He's underrated. A guy that's won a Super Bowl, been to two. He's probably one of the I know that sounds crazy to say out loud, but he's got he's underrated every year. They're trying to fire Mike Tomlin. I think I, I tried to fire him one year um, and shame on me, but they found a way to make the playoffs. So I, I will never disrespect Mike Tomlin again. The guy's an amazing coach uh, and I appreciate everything he does. If you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, why would you want another coach that t- that season was looking abysmal and he came back and got he, him and that squad, got that thing together. Uh, you know, Kenny Pickett's starting to kind of get a little bit more comfortable. They need some pieces. The defense got healthier towards the end. If they'd have played better in the beginning, Pittsburgh's in the playoffs. We got the Steelers at 14. At 13, the New York football giants in the playoffs. Very excited to be in the playoffs. They got Minnesota. That should be a fun one. I got the giants sitting at this spot uh danny jones uh and i i'll give credit uh on one-on-one not one-on-one on uh legacy on fire last night i uh, drew willin had kind of threw a stat out there uh that i had no clue and i didn't know he's only thrown five interceptions this year so m- much love to him um much love uh to danny jones and 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 kind of getting that thing together but brian dayball has has, has kind of helped this young man you know nurture this young man and got him into a better position I, I'm you guys might be surprised about my picking that game, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. I got the Giants at 13. At 12, the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks uh, got the win against the Rams. The Lions went in, did their job against the Packers. The Seahawks are the seventh seed in the playoffs. Uh, at one point they were looking riding high. They probably would have had a playoff game if they could have just held on and the 49ers would have stopped winning, but they just didn't stop winning. And the the Seahawks started losing. And so right now the Seahawks will be playing the 49ers of first game of the playoffs tomorrow at 4 30 p.m so they're going to kick the playoffs off tomorrow against a biddle rival in the san francisco 49ers very happy for geno smith i think geno smith and his team uh you know has earned the right to to be here uh and it's it was it's fun to see uh a a good a feel-good story in geno and who knows? Maybe Gino goes in there and gets the upset. At least according to Rob Johnson. Rob Johnson said that they're going to win that game tomorrow, uh, to the utter surprise of everybody on Legacy on Fire last night. Um, so, w- we'll see. And then my man Elijah Griffin was not having any of that. Uh, he told me I had to drug test the team. But we'll talk about that on another day. Seahawks are at 12. At 11, the Detroit Lions. Yes, I had the Lions at 11 because I felt like they, felt they finished the season stronger than anybody. And I just... Really like what this team did. They went in there and beat Green Bay. They swept Green Bay this year. That that that's something that is impressive to me. They swept Green Bay. They played well against Green Bay all year. They won what seven out of their last eight games and they almost made the playoffs. They were if if the Rams had won that game earlier on Sunday, uh last Sunday, the Lions would be taking on San Francisco, which would have been a really interesting matchup. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is the outside looking in. All right, we're heading it outside. We got two more segments left, and it's time to go ahead and get into the top 10. Let's rock it. top 10 it is. Here we are, top 10 teams heading, oh, to finish up the regular season at number 10. Now, this one is impressive to me because I think at one point this season they were 31, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. What an impressive run for Doug Peterson and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh these, these guys went in there and they fought their butts off, man, to get into the playoffs. I think they won like five out of their last six uh, and they got into the playoffs. They win the AFC South. They're going to host a game tomorrow. Our very own Christina Rollo will be there for Legacy Maker Sports Network um, reporting on the game. So we're very excited. We once again want to thank the Jacksonville organization for allowing Legacy Maker Sports to go and cover that contest. So thank you for that. Uh, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one tomorrow between them and uh, the chargers, both of the quarterbacks making their playoff debuts. Finally, Justin Herbert gets into the playoffs, and then we got the, the the number one overall pick from the year before, Justin Lawrence. So here we go, y'all. We got Jaguars and Chargers should be a fun game tomorrow. That is the eight o'clock game tomorrow. At number nine, the team that backed. I mean, you, I know other teams backed, but they backed into the playoffs. They somehow got into the playoffs. Uh, Last year, and they were in the same situation, and they just fell apart. But this year, the Ravens are in. They're they're not going to have Lamar Jackson. I think they're trying to get Hundley together. If not, it's going to be Anthony Brown. So they're they're either going to have a second-string or third-string quarterback starting for Baltimore on Sunday night. So if Baltimore can pull off the upset, by all means. I personally, I just don't know if I see it coming. But we got the Ravens at 9. At eight, we talked about the Chargers, uh, Justin Herbert and his crew doing pretty good things. They're in a good spot, but boom, but boom. Chargers are at eight. At seven, the Dallas Cowboys, aka the Arlington Desperados. You know this um, uh, Dallas team has—they have to win on. They have to win on Monday, y'all. They, let's, let's just let's just call it what it is. If Dallas doesn't win this game on Monday, it is going to be a problem. It's going to be a huge problem if Dallas doesn't win this game on Monday. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like Dax caught a lot of flack this year. He had interception in seven straight games. I think he was tied for the league lead in interceptions. All bad deals. You cannot have those things. Um, And, and of course, you know, Dallas is going to get that beam of light because they are America's team in some people's eyes. They are America's team. And that's who, that's who they're known for. And so for me... I'm intrigued to see if they get the win. That's going to be huge. They they need this game way more than Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. They need this game. We'll see what happens. At number six, we got the another team that I don't even know how they made the playoffs, but they're in there. The Minnesota Vikings, uh, 13 and four. Uh, they're going to host the Giants, so that's you know a, uh, that's a rematch of an earlier season game. Should be a fun one at that. Uh, but I'm not going to talk too much about a team I dislike. No, I'm joking. Um, but <laughs> if the Vikings get rolling. Who knows what they can do in this playoffs. They're at number six. At number five, another hot team. Oh, man, another hot team. Probably the hottest team in the AFC low key, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow and the boys are back, and they are ready to wreck shop. They are ready to make another run at the Super Bowl, and they'll start that on Sunday night against the Ravens. Man, is going to be a really tough out, really tough out in these playoffs. Number four. Probably the team to beat in the NFC in most people's eyes, 10 straight games, 10 straight games for the San Francisco 49ers team. They have been unstoppable the last um, 10 weeks and they've had some close games. But the the good football teams find ways to win, even when it doesn't look like they're going to win. And the Vegas game will be the biggest truth for that. So San Francisco sitting at number four, uh, but they are going to be very dangerous heading into these playoffs. At number three, at number three, we got the Philadelphia Eagles. Another team that, um, you know, the Eagles were our number one team most of the year. Um, The last couple of weeks they faltered, uh, but they've done really good things most of the year. Jalen Hurts uh, didn't look completely like himself against the Giants, but they did what they needed to do to get the win and go ahead and get to get the win and get themselves the number one seed in the NFC. The Eagles are at three. At two the buffalo bills. Now, obviously with the Demar Hamlin situation, 5-2 and 1 are all a crazy situation. If Buffalo had that extra game and they win against Cincinnati, then the one seed. If Cincinnati had beat uh if, if Cincinnati had beat Buffalo, now that we know everything we know, Cincinnati would be the two seed. So it 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 definitely changes the difference from having potentially uh, two home games um and and instead of one is the whole difference uh in that that you know the significance of what happened with that um game wise with the demar hamlin situation i'm so glad though that demar is doing well uh i know that he's out of the hospital in cincinnati i think they had sent you know transferred him back to buffalo i don't know if he's completely out yet so i don't want to lie on the air but if he is that's that's a really good deal man it's just so good to see that young man um out you know getting back to himself and or slowly getting back to himself so my prayers continue to go out to him and his family and at number one ladies and gentlemen the Kansas City Chiefs they're just they're, I don't want to say they're doing it quietly but no one's like to me if and maybe it's just me it just feels like nobody's really talking about Kansas City um and Pat Mahomes and the crew you know um no Tariq Hill okay they just Continue to find ways to do Jared McKinnon. Has had a great year. A great year from Jared McKinnon. When you thought it might have been Isaiah Polanco or maybe um Clyde Edwards Hilaire, no, it's been the veteran and Jared McKinnon who's come through and been the clutch guy for the Kansas City Chiefs. So there it is, our final regular season power ranking, ladies and gentlemen uh now before we get out of here it's time to hit you with the finale we got some predictions we got to talk a couple of things before we get out of here let's go ahead and smack them up with the finale all right the finale on the season y'all um i didn't do some things i didn't do players of the week last week um but i'm gonna go ahead and do our mvp as of right now for me at the end of the regular season i got pat mahomes as the mvp uh jalen hurts at a close second despite the injuries towards the end joe burrow at three josh allen at four and joey bosa at five i could easily swap bosa with allen probably should to be honest with you uh but that is my uh power ringer for mvp candidates at the end of the season and i will officially give you my um award winners as we head into super bowl week i will give you my you know uh coach of the year and all that fun stuff we'll do all of that at um during uh super bowl week uh, next, uh, my record for the season, I finished the regular season, one sixty one, uh, one Oh eight and two. And, you know, went 13 and two in week 17, nine and seven in week 18. Not quite the way I would have liked to finish the season, especially after a couple of strong weeks prior, but nevertheless, good overall season. Uh, and I will take it. Hopefully next year there will be no ties. All right. Here is the playoff standing at the end of last week. These are the matchups that we have uh, coming this weekend. So Kansas City, the one seed. We got the two seed Buffalo Bills against the, the Dolphins, the three seed uh, Cincinnati Bengals against the Ravens, the four seed uh, Jaguars against the five seed Chargers. And in the NFC, Eagles getting home field advantage throughout. We got the 49ers taking on the Seahawks in the two and seven matchup, the Vikings and the Giants in the three and four, and then the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, AKA the Desperados in the four or five matchup. Now the interesting thing, obviously in the AFC, if uh, it is a Buffalo and Kansas city, uh, Buffalo and Kansas city AFC uh, title game, it will be at the Mercedes Benz dome in Atlanta. And I believe that is also the same if it's Buffalo and Cincinnati. So that that is where the afc championship will take place if that those two teams happen to get into uh the uh into those championship games both of them back, going against each other now new i guess this is how we're going to do it y'all this is our segment right here this is the power rankings this is my power rankings heading into the playoffs these are my top 14 teams heading into the playoffs and this is where i got it Right now I think the Ravens to me because of the quarterback situation are the worst team in the playoffs. And that's saying a lot uh knowing that the Dolphins have Skylar Thompson starting. Uh but we got the Ravens at 14, the Dolphins at 13 and that's because of the quarterback situations. At 12 Seattle, they 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 got into the playoffs, they snuck in at the end uh Geno Smith and and the team um they got a tough matchup and for me I got them at 12 right now. At 11 the New York Giants. Uh the Giants though I don't know. I'm gonna say that for the next segment. But the Giants, you know, they could be intriguing. They could make some noise, y'all. I got uh, the Giants at eleven, at ten, uh, Tampa Bay, and and I had to debate this, y'all, because I wanted to put them at six, but I feel like I, I I just didn't do it. But you know, when Tom Brady's involved, anything is possible. Anything is possible. But I got the Bucks at ten for now. Uh, their season has not been great. But when, like I said, when you have Tom Brady, all things are possible. At nine, I got the Minnesota Vikings. I just don't trust them. And even the fact that I don't like them, I just don't trust them uh, in general. Uh, if they were playing really good football and they were just playing good football, I'd be like, look, they're dangerous. If they get clicking and they they can be dangerous, I just don't know if I can trust them. But we'll see. We got the Vikings at nine. At eight, we've got the Chargers. Chargers, another team that's kind of like, eh, I'm not 100% sure where to feel. But we know they're talented. We know they got good pieces on the defense, but we'll put them at eight. At seven, and this is my team that I I'm not I'm not saying that they're going to win it all, but they could really be a Cinderella team in this playoffs. And that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They can make noise. They got the Super Bowl winning coach on their side to help push them through. That defense has played really well. Trevor Lawrence has been playing his butt off the last couple of weeks, you know, and the team just seems to be clicking. So watch out for Jacksonville. They can get past um the Chargers, and hopefully they don't get Kansas City the next round who knows what could happen at six we got the Desperados aka the Dallas Cowboys <sighs> potential you know every year 12 and 5 11 and 5 or you know in the years past 13 and 4 can they get over the hump they have the talent to get over the hump but can they get over the hump I'm telling you if they lose that game man shoot it's gonna be rough times at five the Eagles Ah uh, yes, Cowboys. They beat Eagles. I know Cowboys fans are like, "Are you crazy?" Um, but when you when you go and look at it, y'all, when you go and look at it, this uh, Eagles team was phenomenal throughout the year. Yes, you can say, "Oh, but they played teams that weren't all that great." I don't want to hear all that. You only can beat the team that's put in front of you, and they did that for most of the year. They took a couple of losses without their star quarterback towards the end of the uh, season. So I, I kind of take a little bit of those with a grain of salt and the only game that you can really say, okay, maybe they're in trouble when they lost to the commanders, but we got the Eagles at five at four, probably the most dangerous team in the AFC y'all the team that I think you truly have to watch out for in the AFC. And that is the Cincinnati Bengals. Watch out. They get hot all the way around. They've got the experience. They've been here before. Uh, besides I said, probably besides Kansas city, you know, They've they've got a really good chance to go back to the Super Bowl this year. Cincinnati's at four. At three, Buffalo. All the expectations in the world for Buffalo, but can they make it happen? Can they finally get over that hump? They had probably one of the greatest playoff games last year, but came up short uh, in a game that a lot of people thought they were going to pull off. You know, but let's see if they can do it. At two, the San Francisco 49ers. They're my favorite in the NFC um I know San Francisco fans don't want to hear that because they know that they're going to lose. Because I probably said that, but they're the favorite. They're my favorite in the NFC. I just think San Francisco's on fire, and when you're clicking, you're clicking. The only concern is Kim Brock Pur- Purdy handled the playoff pressure. He's handling it during the regular season, but playoff pressure is different than regular season pressure, and that's just what it is. Then at number one, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, look, you got Pat Mahomes, you got the MVP. In my opinion, they're ready to rock and roll. Watch out for Kansas City. That, ladies and gentlemen, is my power ranking heading into um, the wild Card weekend. Now, next week, we're not going to have six of those teams on there. So it'll be a completely different dream. Now, let's go ahead and give you my predictions for each game. And then we're going to get out of here next. First game on Saturday, you got the Seattle Seahawks taking on the San Francisco 49ers last night on Legacy on Fire. Uh most of the panel three of the panelists pick san francisco one pick seattle rob um but look this seattle team could they if san francisco is going to lose a game this could be the one and the reason why is because whenever you're playing a division rival especially a division rival that it's all it's always been some type of heated contest between these teams even with whatever watch out watch out for seattle Could they upset them? Yeah, they could. Will they do it? Nah. I got San Francisco winning this one. I got San Francisco moving on. It'll be uh, San Francisco hosting a game next week. That's just what I got. Next one, on Saturday night, you got the Chargers taking on the Jaguars. I think this is probably going to be the most entertaining game. Excuse me. (coughs) I'm sorry about that. Probably be the most entertaining game of the weekend. You're going to have two young studs and Lawrence and Herbert going at it for the first time in the playoffs, both in their first time matchup. Duval is going to be on fire. It's probably going to be crazy out there. Uh, they haven't been in the playoffs since 2017. It's been a while for the uh, charges as well. So uh, two teams that have been in the playoffs in a while looking to get it up. I got Jacksonville winning this one. I think the crowd, the energy is going to be great. Um, and I just, I just think that their, their momentum right now is clicking. I got Jacksonville winning the game on Saturday night. Then we move to Sunday, Buffalo taking on the Miami dolphins. Miami is, Oh boy. I got Buffalo winning this one. I'm not even going to go too deep in this. Um, if Miami wins this game, I will say, I think people will be blown away and that's going to be bad news for Josh Allen. Um, I just think that if you're a Buffalo, if you don't make a deep run, if you don't at least make the AFC championship game this year is a is a is a bust. They've got to at least make the uh championship game, in my opinion. I personally they need to make the Super Bowl because the last couple of seasons they've been Super Bowl favors. But if they don't make the Super Bowl, boy oh boy. Um, or make the at least make the AFC championship game, boy oh boy. I got Buffalo winning this one, but once again, You never know how things go when you're playing a division rival. That's the only thing. I know the Dolphins have struggled, but you're still playing a division rival. It's the third time that you played this team. Y'all split during the season. Anything can happen, but I got Buffalo. In the midday game on Sunday, uh, we got the Vikings taking on the Giants. Um, And I think James said this yesterday. I kind of wish this game was the last game because that Bengals and Ravens game, I'm not sure how that's going to really go, but – I am picking the New York football Giants to defeat the Minnesota Vikings. No, this is not about hate for the Vikings. I just got a feeling that, you know, Danny Jones and Saquon Barkley are going to have really good games. And they're going to be able, the defense is going to make just enough plays to get that win. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, though, being in Minnesota for this game, that crowd is going to be crazy. Skull chance. You name it, it the energy is going to be off the chain in that four o'clock matchup on Sunday. But I'm going to go with the Giants. I think the Giants could be upset Sunday night game. You got the Bengals and the Ravens. I got Cincinnati and I, I'm not even thinking twice about this. I, the Ravens somehow just snuck into the playoffs. If they win this game and once again, another division wrap matchup, but if they win this game and they played last week, I will be blown away. And who knows? But I, I got Cincinnati in that one. I think they move on. And then here, we've got the um, Desperados taking on the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. That you know, Last year, they, they they made this move with a Monday night or uh, one of the playoff games will be on Monday night for Wild Card Weekend. And for me, this one's tough. Because, like I said, Dallas has to win. Or well, there's going to be some real problems in the offseason in my opinion. I just think that you know, fans are already, like, every year they, they got that chip on their shoulder. Dak needs this. He cannot play the way he played against the Commanders last week, this week. If he plays like that on Monday night, look, I'm going to tell you right now, somebody somebody ain't going to have a job next year. Somebody ain't going to have a job next year, but I digress. I got Tampa Bay moving on. I got Tom Brady and the crew finding a way to win. But if Dallas wins that game, um, I, they need it. They need it more than anything. Um, it would be interesting to see Dallas take on Philly the following week potentially, but I guess the way I got it, Matt thought it would be the giants, but so many scenarios. I got Tampa Bay winning that matchup. All right, everybody, that is it. Uh, this has been one-on-one episode 89. I want to thank everybody who tuned in, uh, and, and checked it out. Everybody who's listening on uh, Apple, Pod on all the podcasts, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff, I appreciate everybody who tunes in and listens to me ramble for about 40 minutes. But with that being said, I hope everybody um, enjoys playoff weekend, man. Like, the playoffs are here, man. We got a couple more weeks of football and then NFL season, but we still got the XFL, so we're not completely out of the woods. Uh, So we got, you know, a couple more weeks and then, you know, XFL, but. Man, I, I hope everybody enjoys uh playoff football this weekend. They get a chance to sit back and enjoy it. I know that I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna sit back and enjoy some playoff football this weekend and see who moves on and who goes home. But once again, everybody, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate everybody. Um make sure you get an opportunity to go and do that, watch some football, have fun with your family. Uh just enjoy each other. Once again, I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. We will see you all. We will see you all next week for episode 90 of 101 here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. We will see you all next time. Peace. Legacy Maker, the all sports network. One, 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 Welcome to the 101, 101. when it comes to ratings, man, we number one, we number one, I get the truth, truth, then I give them the scoop, if anybody got a question, I give them the scoop.